I'm just gonna start recording. Okay, now it's I am fun. totally recording. All right, I'm recording. Uh, Who knows what will happen uh, in our little discussion? So, real quick before we get Outtakes, started, sorry. I'm pretty sure our podcast is called "I Did a Thing." Yes. All right, I'm recording. Welcome to I Did a Thing, a podcast about unremarkable people doing remarkable things. I'm Sarah Benson. I'm Bertie. And I'm Sven Sears. This week we're talking about using technology to get fit and stay healthy. Yeah. Oh, this Yay. is this is my favorite topic so Sven, far. Sven, this is right up your alley. <laughs> I'm all about technology. Let's You're get the into person it. person who downloads anything we talk about during the thing we're talking about. Exactly. It's great. See, Great. I believe in in technology. I believe in the future of technology, and I believe. See, you know, a lot of people like. Okay, let me let me just go into it. I guess I used to uh, be a sales manager for a Sprint and a Verizon store, and um, so yeah, whenever you're working at a cell phone store and um, you're or at, you know any kind of store where you're selling technology in general, um, you think about the demographic that you're that you're serving in those in those situations it's it's not going to be the tech savvy people that you would love to be able to have because most of those people know that you can get better deals and you can get all kinds of crazy stuff on the internet and so they have everything all delivered and if they're introverted people like us they're generally going to do that um so the demographic that those brick and mortar stores is generally serving are uh generally older people yeah People that, you know, don't, or people that just don't like, aren't, aren't really able to afford or just want to be able to test out the product mm-hmm. in, in the store or just want to be able to see me and my beautiful face. Really? Um, which, which happens a lot, <laughs> let's be honest. But, um, no. Um, so, like, generally in most of those situations, I'm not selling phones, I'm selling technology, I'm selling ideas. Um, you know, about how technology can make your life better in, in, in a lot of cases. Of course, you know, it doesn't always work that way. People like simplicity and they think technology just kind of complicates things. But um, in my opinion, my humble opinion, I do believe that uh, technology uh, is absolutely a huge benefit um, to anything that you apply it to, and including fitness and health. Um, so, um, I'm right on board with this topic for sure. What What are your guys' thoughts? Um, I guess I've had experiences both ways. Like for the most part, um, the, the technology things that I've used have been helpful, but there are times where I feel like sometimes it almost backfires, um, and I get discouraged. Um, like I guess mm. one example is. Um, I don't know if you've ever, you guys have ever heard of um, Diet Bet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did Diet Bet. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I did it the first time I did it. I found it like super encouraging and super helpful. And at the time I was like working with a trainer and I was like on track for with everything that I needed to be doing to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And I found it to be just like one more thing that encouraged me to keep doing, keep the good habits going uh but i've tried doing it a couple times since then when i wasn't already like in a you know in the routine of doing everything i needed to do um and i ended up feeling super discouraged because there was a certain point where i realized like i wasn't gonna make my um 
my goal, I guess yeah. I should have explained earlier how it works. Like basically um, it's a, a website and they also have an app where a group of people, it can be friends or it can just be, you know, different people, all whoever comes across your diet bet on the internet, um, put money in a pot and you're challenged to lose. It's, it, there's a different, a couple different ways they can set it up, but usually it's your challenge to lose. I think it's 4% of your body weight. Um, and everybody who meets that goal at the end splits the pot. Um, so obviously if you don't, if, say, right, then, then you lose right, the money that you put into the pot. And which yeah, is what so, happened to me. Right. So, so <laughs> you could, you could, I mean, if money motivates you, um, then I mean, it could be motivational. It, it <laughs> but really like was. I said, yeah. But like I said, mm. and I mean, like sometimes I guess the, the other problem I've found with it is that like sometimes things in life happen at, during the course of a month and you get off track and then, you know, it's not that you won't ever reach your goal, but you might not reach it within 30 days. And right. so like when things like that happened to me, I was like, well, what's the point now? Like I've already lost the money. So what's, what's the app called? It's called diet bet. Diet bet. Mm-hmm. And they haven't, um, they just recently, like within the last year, um, they started a similar thing that's called step bet. Um, and it links if you, with, um, like if you have a Fitbit or a Garmin or a pedometer, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. w- one of those, there's a, it's not just any pedometer. They have a few different ones that you can use. Um, but it, it sets a step goal for you every day. That's supposed to be based control. on, yeah. Um, it's supposed to be based on how many steps you're currently getting. Um, mm-hmm. And so I tried that one <laughs> once too. And um, at, at first it was super motivational for me. Um, but the deal is that if you, like there's, you have to, you only get basically one rest day a, a week that you don't have to meet any step goals. And if you miss your step goal any of the rest of the days, then you're eliminated. Well, so what happened to me <laughs> was I went one day, like it was on a weekend, and um, I had to this pretty high step goal I had to make. And so I went and did like, ran like five miles. And then I got back to the house and I realized at the time I had one of those Fitbits that um, it's a rubber band and then the actual Fitbit fits inside of it. Mm-hmm. And when I gotten up in the morning, I put the rubber band in uh, on and forgot that the actual Fitbit was still oh, in the charger. Sure. So I had done all of that, that like I'd done the five miles and hit my step goal, but I didn't have any proof of it <laughs> or the step bet. And so you weren't going to go I, run another like five was, miles. Right. Like there was, I wasn't, I wasn't going to be able at that point <laughs> to hit the step goal for the day. And so I got eliminated. So oh, that blows. You did yeah. the work. Yeah. So I, I, thought, I mean, for some people, I know those, both of those are really good things and really helpful motivation, but you know, at the same time, not everything works for every single person. So. Yeah, I was um, actually, um, as you just mentioned, uh, Bertie, I, I just downloaded this app yeah. and I wanted to see, what it was about and uh the top 
um, betting, I guess, pool they've got right now is uh, you get to lose ten percent in six, six months. months, which is quite a quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and it's a twenty-five dollar, I guess, minimum bet that you put in. There's 117 players, and right now there's fifteen thousand two hundred dollars pledged. Yeah. For mine, if so, I had put in thirty dollars, it was a month long, um, and if if I had made it, which I was totally on track to do, but then I got my goddamn period and I gained like five pounds, not not anything I had any control over. I was doing the things mm-hmm. I needed to do. So mad. Um, but for my final weigh-in, I was just not at the. I think it was right. eight pounds that I had to lose or something. Um, but there were only two people in my group that made the bet, so they each got like. Three hundred dollars or something. Wow! And I'm so mad. It's like a hundred dollar yeah, but- fucking biolo- biological bullshit that I had to deal with. Sorry, I'm really upset. Yeah, money way- is a big motivator for me. Clearly, I was very upset <laughs> sure, about it. Sure. The, Same here, actually. Yeah, the one that I did, it was with a much larger group of people, and so I mean, the one that I was successful on, I think I put twenty five dollars in, and I got like. 40 back yeah so it wasn't such a windfall but but yeah i did i was was successful one time (laughs) i was taking a look and if this one if you know if all 117 people win you know then that's that's 15 just edit the math out here divided by one well worst case scenario you get your money back it's $130 per person, so that's not too bad. But, I mean, imagine if two people won the 15000 I mean, that's seven grand uh-huh. essentially. Yeah. You know, that's some good money. That's, I mean, I ain't tripping. That's motivation. Yeah, tell me about it. You know, and 10% of your of your body weight, I mean, depending on how, how much you weigh. I mean, and that seems kind of unfair for some people in some cases. I imagine if you're 120 pounds... Losing ten percent. I mean, yeah. and, and don't get me wrong. If you're hundred, if you're hundred and twenty, losing ten percent is probably a big deal. I mean, that's, that's twelve huge. pounds, and that's that's huge. Um, that would be very but difficult for somebody like, yeah. Well, and true, but let's just say, like, even at like one hundred and seventy or mm-hmm. something, it's still going to be easier, I think, to lose ten percent than someone who weighs three hundred. When you weigh more, more. Yeah, weight. that's true. But when you weigh more, you lose it faster because simple changes will will make you lose weight much quicker. Um, Whereas if your body's at 120, uh, your body's like, no, 120 is cool, guys. Like, we want to be here. Right. And it's far more difficult to give that up than if you are overweight. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because, I mean, you go from somebody who's like, let's say they're 120, 130 pounds and they're super fit and athletic. And Mm -hmm. they try and do a challenge like this. They really have to push themselves to some pretty extreme levels, I imagine. Right. And you... When you're doing it, you ha- have to submit pictures as part of like mm-hmm. their their process of, to make sure that people um, aren't cheating. Um, but I suspect also like if you look like you couldn't stand to lose any more weight, they probably would say something to you. Yeah, if you're I mean, obviously, right. doctor, yeah, doctor, doctor. Yeah, you should probably... Actually, yeah, the diet bet stuff is pretty extreme or similar type. There are many websites out there that do that. Um, but to lose 10% or even 4% of your body weight in a month is pretty extreme. So I would say, you know, as our disclaimer, that you should definitely go talk with a professional before you start doing things like that. Because that's, right. that's a lot of weight and in one month. I, I imagine all of these apps and websites and stuff that you go to, if you do decide to do this, will probably have a similar... Yes. 
um, warning or, you know, kind of a plan before you do something like that. So uh, from us to them, definitely talk to your doctor before you do anything like that at all. Yeah. So, like, just kind of curious, like, when they say 10%, do they mean body fat or body weight? Body weight. Body weight. They don't check. So is that, like, my overall, like, weight yeah. minus 10%? Yeah, like, basically, at the beginning, they have you enter in what your starting weight is, and then, like I said, they make you show, send them a picture of the scale, you standing on the scale and the weight on the scale so that they can see, and then at the end, you know, I mean, it'll tell you okay, 10% of your body weight means that you need to lose X amount. And then at the end, um, if you believe that you are a winner, you have to submit again Mm -hmm. a picture of your weight and a picture of yourself so that they can see that that you actually did it. And they give you a code that you have to, like, write on a piece of paper next to the scale so it shows that it's you. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, um, I think, you know, I'm kind of uh, estimating myself a little higher here, but 10% of body fat for me would be like 35 pounds. And so um, I could easily lose that in six months. Yeah. Yeah. The six month I mean, challenge is far less extreme pounds. than the one month right, challenge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and and it, gives, like... it gives a little more leeway for things to go wrong and then. You know, to get back on track, doing it over six months. The other thing, I I did do a six month challenge, the diet bet once, and um, the other thing is that um, there's a certain point in the six months where they have a like benchmark goal that you have to meet, um, mm-hmm. and you you only pledge so much or actually put in so much money at the beginning, and then there's like at this benchmark point you have to put money in again. Uh, but if they if they don't feel if there's if you don't meet the benchmark weight, then they won't let you continue because they don't want somebody to have only lost you know two pounds during the first three months and then try to lose thirty in the right. last you know like they don't want you to try and do something crazy. That's gotcha, good. gotcha. That makes sense. Hmm. Again, um, just a warning for everybody out there: just <laughs> just go talk to your doctor. That'll be the best way to do it. Um, so for me, I feel like a lot of the technology out there doesn't work super well for me because I don't particularly like having my like cell phone with me at all times if I can help it. And, um, I can't wear something like a Fitbit or an iWatch or whatever when I'm doing the workouts that I enjoy doing because they, like Mm -hmm. for roller derby, I have to wear wrist guards. So an I, uh, Fitbit is a wrist, (laughs) wrist based. Right apparatus so you'd either have to wear it super far up on your arm and then it goes flying and it gets rolled over by other roller derby players or you have to wear it underneath your wrist guard which is fairly unsafe and uncomfortable Um, and then in pole you can't really do use you can't wear any jewelry or anything because it Mm -hmm. scratches the pole and it can hurt you and and all of that so um i don't i don't particularly like those for my own use but i know that they're really popular for other folks well, I, I imagine those wouldn't be the situations that you would wear the Fitbit in the first place. You know, I imagine they're not tracking how hard you hit somebody in roller derby or... No, but they're tracking how... your activity, and those are the activities mm-hmm. that I do, so... And, and that's and that's true, but they also have a way of being able to manually input that kind of stuff, too. But I, yeah. I would only wear a Fitbit personally for, like, running or, like, you know, recreational 
uh, weight loss or, you know, fitness and other activities such as that. But I do understand where you're coming from. Well, and I think I think as far as the Fitbit goes, it kind of depends on what your goal is with it. Mm. Because I know when I have, that for me in the past, besides just um, running or whatever physical, like exercise, formal exercise I'm doing, um, it's having the Fitbit helps make me make sure that I'm just being more active in general. Like especially for those of us who have office jobs or sedentary jobs um it's easy to i mean because i i have seen i've seen it that i get to the end of the day and if i'm not paying attention even with exercise maybe i've only taken five thousand steps and if i haven't exercised i mean there's been days where i've taken like a thousand steps yeah um so if it, it can also be helpful just to like encourage you to you know take the stairs when that when that's an opportunity or to park in the parking spot that's farthest from the door and and those kinds of habits that will help you be a little bit more active in other parts of your life besides just at the gym or or whatever your (laughs) your formal exercise of the day is you know I had a a Jabra, Jabra, J-A-B-R-A, one that was very similar to a Fitbit a long time ago now, but it also tracked, um, it did a couple things that were really cool. Like it buzzed every hour or so to encourage you to get up and move around. And um, you could set it to buzz to drink water. And then the coolest uh one was it tracked your sleep. And I think the Fitbit or some things like that also do that. So it shows like what, what hours you got good sleep versus not REM sleep or it told you when to go to bed. My phone tells me when to go to bed, which I like. <laughs> yeah, mine too. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's 11. Half the time I'm in bed by 9.30 anyway, so it's like I don't need that reminder. But So I've set up nice. a reminder to set myself to go to bed. Uh, does yeah. your phones do that on, on its own? No, I set it up. Oh, it's, okay. It's in my like clock alarm section right so let, let me be clear do all three of us have an alarm to go to bed yeah. i have one yeah. but i set it of mostly when for I weekends. Had a different work schedule mm. and so it tells me to go to bed at 9 30 which currently is not a realistic time for me to go to bed <laughs> you're like yeah shut up and, yeah so i mean all it right now is doing is letting me know that it's 9 30 <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah, point. mine mine is also set for nine thirty. Um, Why is your set so early? I I, I have an eight to five. Okay, I love I going to bed at nine thirty, man. Like that's. I got I, I gotta best. get up early. I can't. Oh my god! If I, you know, like I used to be able to like get six hours of sleep, or at least I think I used to be able to, but now I can't. I need lots of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and especially at a job where you sit down and just type all day, like I'm exhausted, like, because it's just so most like the work is pretty kind of boring as it is, let yeah. alone like having to sit there and be exhausted at the same time. So right. I need as much sleep as I can get so I can I try to remain focused and active. You know what I mean? I have literally taken a nap at my desk before over lunch, of course, but like put my <laughs> head down on my desk taking a nap. I was, I was, I was going to say, hopefully your coworkers aren't listening. Just rat you out. That's, uh, I think it would be okay. So I've, I've, gone out to the, I've gone out to the car when it was an appropriate temperature, temperature. outside to go out to the car yeah. and take it a nap. So. 
Sometimes that's what you got to do to get it, get through the day. Oh, you're talking about when you were working at your desk job. Yeah. Now she works in her car yeah. so she can take a nap whenever. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's very true. That's yeah. true. I can't. Oh, my God. I have such a hard time taking naps. Like, because <sighs> my naps will Sad go on for, for They go on for a lot longer. And then. Mm. Then you're just, just groggy. That. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a. I'm a. I'm pissy whenever I don't get enough sleep or if I just wake up after mm-hmm. a nap. Like, I get real, like, like bitchy about everything. So. Yeah. Totally. Um, I was going to say with your phone for technology, um, mm-hmm. I think there are some pedometer download apps that you can do. So um, you yeah. don't, if you, if counting your steps is your goal and you take your phone with you places, like you can do that on your telephone versus buying a separate apparatus for that. I'm all yeah, about, I've got Google Fit on mm-hmm. my phone. Yeah. I'm all about just using things that you already have to do the thing that you right. want to do for yeah, a more minimalist lifestyle. Another app that I have been, well, I have, I have two apps for tracking my weight loss. Mm. Um, first of all, I got, I, I splurged as a reward for myself last summer and got this fancy scale that mm. is Bluetooth in, enabled. What? Um, and so then there's an app that you download on your phone to go with it. And so whenever you weigh yourself, um, it uploads your weight to your phone and then like makes graphs so that you can see your progress more, more easily. And it's helpful for, especially to me for, uh, kind of the, the stuff that Bertie was talking about in terms of like seeing like, Oh, like at this time of the month, I always go up a few pounds, mm-hmm. but then, you know, then, you know, next week I'll go down. And so, you know, don't get discouraged yes. because it, it's a higher number today. Um, so that's super helpful if that's, I mean, it was a little bit spendy, so it's, it's not something that everybody can afford, but if that's something that you think would be helpful and you can afford it, I, I really like mine. Um, and then along with that, there's another app, it's called Happy Scale, um, and you have to manually log your weight in to the app, um, but it will also make graphs so that you can see your progress. Um, and then it also will predict, like, based on um, the amount of weight that you've lost so far, this is how long it's going to take you to make your goal. Mm, and, yeah. and it also tell you, like, okay, well, this is how much you, you, you would need to lose each day to make your goal uh, by a certain date and things like that. Um, so so that's, that's super helpful. I mean, I know some people get discouraged by that, so... If it's not for you, then it's not for you. But I, I found it super helpful and motivational. That's awesome. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then an, another thing that I was going to mention that I don't know if people, I, I know a lot of people probably wouldn't necessarily think of this as technology. Uh, but one thing that's been helpful to me in the past um, when I've been counting calories and also trying to get um, portion control or portion size under control um, is a food scale, um, yeah. and you can get one for for super cheap, uh, inexpensive. Yeah, um, especially like if you just go on Amazon or um, someplace like that. Um, and it, it can be it makes <laughs> first of all it makes counting calories a lot easier. At least I find because most of the time on the package, um, it'll give the the portion size in grams. Um, or or whatever weight and so 
it's easier for me lots of times to, to measure out the weight rather than trying to figure out like, a, you know, a, find a measuring cup and put whatever I'm going to eat in the measuring cup and, you know, mm-hmm. all of those things. Um, and, but then it also, um, one of the rules that I've followed in the past, um, in terms of, um, portion control that's helped me is that, um, I at least start out with whatever the recommended portion is on the, the nutrition label. Um, uh, so, (laughs) I mean, sometimes, you know, you might have that and you're still hungry. And I mean, depending on the situation, like maybe you, you should have some more, but that at least I found was really helpful to, for me to get more realistic in terms of what an actual <laughs> serving should be. Makes sense. Um, That's a good rule. Like start with whatever that is and then give yourself permission to eat more if you need to. But right. like, start with that and see like, mm, am I satisfied or am I not? Right. And I also use have used that in the grocery store when I'm buying groceries. Um, I'll look at the serving size and like, you know, for example, I'll, if I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get myself a a treat that will fit into my diet. So I like to have, be able to have some cookies after dinner. Um, so then if I go and look at the, the, the cookies and it says on the package that a serving is one cookie and I know that there's no way in hell that <laughs> no I'm only going to eat one cookie. Nobody can then have one I, cookie. Come on. Right. Then I, I don't get that. Like I, you know, I try and find something else where what the serving size is, is, feels more realistic to me in terms of what I'm going to be satisfied with eating. So yeah, especially like <laughs> I, I just, I can't have Oreos in the house no. because I never just eat one. Especially those two. damn lemon ones. God, those are so good. <laughs> they are yeah. good, aren't they? But yeah, once I open the package, so it's like a whole roll or a whole, a whole row is gone. Like, yeah. so you have self-control. So that's pretty good. <laughs> well, they, they really should start putting the nutrition values like based on a sleeve rather than like a cookie right. or two. That'd be I more realistic. I drink them with, I mean, I eat them with milk, so it's healthy, right? No, it isn't. No. I know that they're in the process of revamping the nutrition uh, labels and that the serving sizes are supposed to be um, more realistic, like, especially when it comes to things where, like, you look at a can of Coke and it says there's two servings in a can and it's right. like, who drinks half a can of Coke? Like, for real. Um, yeah, so they're supposed to, I guess, in the next two years, I think it is, they're I've supposed to be that changing often. that. Yeah. Well, and, you know, the reason, I mean, it's all marketing, you know, I mean, that's the reason why they don't do it. It's because if, if you look at the can, I mean, most people aren't going to pay attention too much. They're going to pay attention to some key some key things like the fat and you know carbs and right. calories and if they just see you know kind of a lower number they're going to be mm-hmm. like yeah cool great but if they you know if they show the full can and it's like double and it's just really big they're not going to want to buy it so i mean it's misleading you know it's and misleading it's just, on purpose yeah yeah it just makes it worse frankly true yeah. well and sometimes too the way that they have done it makes it super hard when you're in the store to compare like if you're trying to if there's like two jars of spaghetti sauce and you're trying to compare uh, which one is is better but they're giving different serving sizes it's like hard to figure out okay well which one really has more so is sodium or you know whatever you're concerned about so 
Um, I have a technology for food. Um, and I haven't tried it out myself, but uh, a lot of my friends are doing like a one pot or an instant pot. And they're about $100. I was looking them up online, but they, they're basically a pressure cooker, electronic pressure cooker that you can put a bunch of stuff in and then turn it on. And it's whatever you make is done super fast. Like uh, you can do hard boiled eggs in eight minutes or something like that. Um, not that hard boiled eggs take very long anyway. It takes about 20 minutes without a pressure cooker, but. Um, but if you don't already have a rice cooker, I think a, a instant pot or a one pot would be a good purchase. If you already have a rice cooker and a couple other things that do the things that a one pot does, maybe it's not the right choice. I'm all about, again, using what you already have and not buying things that you don't need, but that's really good. And then, um, a Vitamix or other powerful blender to make smoothies, nut butters, uh, blending up Smooth, uh, soups, all kinds of good stuff for that. Uh, I really, really, really like my Vitamix. It was very expensive, but I really like it. Yeah, one of my friends um, has an Instant Pot and really likes it. And she, it's, it's particularly helpful if you're trying to get into the habit of doing mel- meal prep for the week mm-hmm. on the weekends. Yeah. So, like, she's single, but, like, she she uses it to, like, cook a whole chicken and a very short amount of time on a, on a Sunday afternoon and then she has that chicken to eat all week. Um, so it makes, especially if you're really busy during the week, it makes it easier um, to do that meal prep during the week, or, or I'm sorry, on the weekend and then just have something that's good and healthy to eat but that you can just warm up in a few minutes rather than coming home from work and having to spend another hour trying to get dinner together. Right. Makes sense. Yeah, I've never I've never tried a pressure cooker before. I think uh, that's something I'll definitely have to uh, look into and see if it'll work. Regular pressure cookers, like the ones your grandparents had, are a little terrifying because you have to like yeah. make sure you have the lid on correctly, and then you have to wait. And then when you undo the lid, the potential of it kind of exploding all over your kitchen and in, in your face is a little bit higher than with a a electronic version of those things. Right. Yeah, like the Instant Pot, if you haven't seen one, it, it basically looks like a crock pot. So it's it doesn't have the terrible, scary lid if you have seen an old-fashioned uh, pressure cooker mm-hmm. where you have to, like, weld it on and then <laughs> weld right. it off. <laughs> right. Awesome. Yeah. Let's uh, move into our next segment. We're actually uh, going to be talking to Jacob. We've had him on the past talking about a few different issues with schools and gyms and bathrooms and showers. And so we want to uh, see about catching back up with Jacob. So let's uh, let's give him a call. Before we get into this part, we also kind of have to mention that Birdie yeah. uh, was on her adventures earlier today. Uh, so Super she fun. was not able to join us when we actually recorded this know, part I'm earlier so... today. Jacob. You're, 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 you're opening the veil. You're letting them see inside. No. Well, I'm not going to be on it, so that would... Yeah, yeah, there's a reason why Birdie is strangely silent, and it's because <laughs> she was not there. I'm not silent very often. I, I didn't think of that when I tried yeah. to lie to our audience, and I, I did lie to our audience, so I apologize, guys. Yes. But for real, we are talking to Jacob right now. Yeah. Please don't make me wait. 
So Jacob, my first question for you, you might have seen this coming, is how's the cycling going? Have you have you done 11 <laughs> miles? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well, okay, so it's been too hot to do yeah. anything here lately. We um because i'm in the um, northern california valley Aww. and i'm not going nowhere it's over 90 degrees <laughs> so <laughs> um i did get my um the a gym subscription oh, set uh -huh. up at the beginning of this week so i went in yesterday cool. for the first time um <laughs> and went like two right and a on. half miles on a recumbent bike in the That's gym. totally different, though. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know. Even though it's sort of the same motion, it it definitely feels different. Yeah, like the whole so. way that you're positioned. But they don't have any like upright stationary bikes at this gym, which is the oh, weirdest. But I I figure like as close as I can get will be yeah. like good enough for now, <laughs> and I'll do some other exercises to build up the core strength that I need to yeah. stay upright on a bike. Well, step in the right direction. Did you get your mom to, to join with you? No, she's already a member at this gym. Oh, but, okay. like, I go after work, and, af like, me getting off work is the same time as mom's bedtime. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> so when we would go together would be either on one of my days off after she gets off of her work or, like, a weekend morning. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Well, right on. Good Good job doing a thing and making positive progress. Heck, heck yes. Anything else going that's new in your life, Jake? Um, I got to see a nutritionist. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. At the expense of my um, insurance, which is lovely. Oh, yeah. okay. Tell us about um, it. Uh, she told me information mostly that I already knew, but that now I have someone to hold me accountable to. Good. So, Very good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The so, truth um, of the matter is that all of us probably really know what we should be doing. It's just a matter of actually doing right. it. Right. Yeah. So, um, so to no one's surprise, I'm to stop going to McDonald's every day. <laughs> yeah, that's probably good. I, I don't know about that. I, you might need to look into getting a an educated nutritionist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh. Well, that's cool. Oh, I mean, yeah, and that's generally, like, anytime I've ever gone to, like, a doctor or a nutritionist or talking to anybody about anything involving food and weight loss, it's usually like, hey, you know, um, you're fat and you need to stop eating so much and exercise. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. It's like, hey, you know these bad habits that you have? Maybe don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, yeah, that's definitely at least a good start for everyone. The the habit that you know is bad, maybe work towards not doing that. And anymore. when I was younger, I used to like lie and be like, "Oh, I'm definitely doing all this and exercising and not eating." I don't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Now I just don't care. I'm just like, "Yeah, no, yeah, definitely." I ate a bunch of shit the other day and it was terrible. So I'm just kind of worthless. I just need to get better at that. So and the doctor's like, "Yeah, no, I agree." So. <laughs> 
Hopefully not about that you're worthless. That's kind of a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no joke. No, I mean, and and and, and that's kind of the, the the same effect. Like when I was younger, I'd go to a doctor, and they would, you know, okay, yeah, you know, listen, you know, you're healthy, you're, you've got some good stuff going on. We need to get you going on the right track. Now they're just kind of like, listen, listen here, all right, you're fat. We need to work on this, all right, or don't and die. And I'm like, oh god, this doctor is aggressive. But also not I mean, wrong. You know, true, but, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like I've been going to this doctor for years and years, and I've been a, been smoking cigarettes, and they're just like, listen, kid, you're going to die. And I'm like, I've been to you once, doctor. Like, Christ, like, give me a break here for a minute. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's hard. It, on the health stand front, it's hard to defend smoking. Yeah, well, no, so. I, that was just an example, but. <laughs> right. But, yeah, yeah. no, it's. Well, so our topic this week um, is technology and the different ways that um, technology could be helpful in, you know, getting fit and staying healthy. So I, I have the impression generally, Jacob, that you're a pretty tech-savvy person. So that's why we thought we'd have you back on this week um, to get from you any, you know, what your favorite... I guess, technological <laughs> uh, aids for... Fitness and weight loss. and Fitness, yeah. Do you, do you have any tips? Have you... Or, or on the other hand, if, you, if, it, if there's anything that feel, you feel like was a, is a detriment. Well, so um, about this time last year, I got a smartwatch. Mm-hmm. And that has been the the best the best thing that I've ever done for myself I think um in terms of uh like you know it has a step counter built into it right. and it has like a um uh it tracks my how bad I am at sleeping for me mm-hmm. um so it's kind of nice to have something say hey I don't know how this happened but you only got four hours of sleep last night um <laughs> and and I can be like you're right that is what happened and then I feel bad but I, I know <laughs> now for sure that I'm sleeping badly. Um, which is important. I feel like sleep gets kind of left out of the fitness conversation a lot, but it's really important. Um, yeah, it, it's even though you part of your brain knows I, I only slept four hours last night. Sometimes, especially if you get into the habit of of that kind of sleep pattern, it's easy to then later on in the day say think why why do I feel so tired? Why do I feel so terrible? Why do I have the energy to do the things I need to do? And, and forget about the fact that the problem is that you're not really sleeping. Yeah. Like, I slept four whole hours the last whole week. Why am I this tired? Oh. God, I, can't even, I can't even imagine. Yeah. If, I, if I get less than, like, six hours of sleep a night, like, I'm just, like, the worst person ever. Yeah, I, I ping pong really hard back and forth between, like, three and a half hours and, like, 12 hours of sleep. There's no healthy middle ground in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I've also found when I'm not getting enough sleep, then I, it tends to contribute to my craving for bad stuff, like super, yeah, like potato chips and you know the all the bad carbs that, not yeah, to say that, that carbs might. period are bad, but I mean like red vines and potato chips are probably not supposed to be ninety percent of your diet. <laughs> no, probably not. Well, I was. It feels like a safe I was, assumption. I was, I was going to kind of say, you know, um, you know, speaking of sleep and 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 all this, all this good stuff. I I uh, had a Fitbit a while back that would track your sleep patterns and whatnot, and 
and um, it was I was pretty surprised to see that it actually you know like there were some times that were like uh, consistent almost every night that I would like start rustling around and waking up and I I was wondering what it was and then at the time my daughter was a newborn so that was probably what Mm -hmm. Uh, she'd wake up at a specific time Mm -hmm. every night and you know want to eat um but you know um after kind of learning about that a little bit i uh you know i i used that technology to kind of uh track myself some more and get an idea of what i could do to sleep better you know and 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 things like that and you're right sleep is incredibly important for your day-to-day functions um i'd say it's you know one of the most important things if anything really um but that's a good point that you brought up, Jacob, about basically using technology to kind of track some sleeping patterns and whatnot. And so that's a, you know, damn good point. Yeah. And um, let's see, most of what I use technology for is kind of tracking because if I don't, like, keep up on what I've been doing, I will forget right. what I have done. So I, like, I use, like, my fitness pal to kind of keep an eye on um my like how much food I'm eating because I've mm-hmm. noticed that I tend to either be eating like way too much food or like four calories in the whole day oh sure and so like <laughs> and right, both yeah. of those things are very I, bad I always so, find like logging food is very tedious for me and I usually just stop doing it after yeah. a day or two um how long have you been tracking your food intake um, I do it on and off. Um, so like every couple months I'll do it for like a week or two usually is how, and that gives me like a general baseline of what things are worth and about how much I can eat and stuff. So it's helpful mm-hmm. like into the times when I don't log. Um, but that is one of the things I like the most about my fitness trackers because you could just scan barcodes and most of the food is already in there. Yeah. And so it takes like a second. It's the fastest one I've Perfect. Used. No, I like that a lot. That's good. Um, and then... Uh, and then it also syncs up with um, um, running all of my step counting and stuff through Google Fit. And mm-hmm. so then that goes directly into my fitness pal. So I don't have to put in my exercise manually. It just does it. Right, yeah. Um, so that's very nice. <laughs> yeah, I do. Because I, I have a Fitbit. So I I, I do the, the Fitbit for the steps. And then I use... Um, spark people and they connect in a similar way where um, it it'll figure out what your how many calories you should be eating based on the actual activity that you did that day so it it is it's super helpful and it also does the same thing where it'll you can scan barcodes yeah that's such a good feature I'm so glad that they're finally doing that more like across the board yeah yeah, it, do, it definitely does make it faster um, to to find the thing that you ate rather than trying to search by words and figure out, like, is yeah. this thing that somebody else entered into the system the same thing as what I <laughs> actually yeah. ate? Or, yeah. Or having to input it manually even is like, yeah, that's whenever I run into a food that I have to put in, I'm like, oh, I'm just never eating this again. <laughs> <laughs> True that. Um, does does the MyFitnessTracker does it give you like a like a like a rating of how you ate that day like its own like rating? Um, it'll it does a couple things. One thing it does is depending on like how 
um, much over or under your calorie goal you went, it'll say, okay, so in five weeks, if you keep eating the same way you did today, you'll probably weigh about this much. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that it does is if you didn't eat enough, it says, hey, eat more. Fair enough. Right. Which is nice. I, I, I yeah. was doing a food tracker for a while that would judge me um, every day. So it was like having a uh, meticulous, like, you know, mother-in-law in the house at all times. Um, it would, <laughs> you know, depending. Yeah, well, rude. depending on what I would eat. Like, you know, if, if I would stay within my caloric range, but, you know, I ate like, you know, four chalupas that day. But I, st- I still stayed within the range. It was like, cool. You stayed within the range, but you still ate like shit. So, you know, get better. And I was just like, oh, okay. Well, I tried. Damn it. (laughs) Um, My fitness pal will give me, like, when I eat a food that has a particularly large amount of something. Like, if I drink a Coke, it'll say, hey, your sugar goal is to be under this. And this has almost all of that. (laughs) Right. Um Like, it'll give me, like, some numbers, you know? Or, like, mm-hmm. if I eat something with a lot of fiber or a lot of protein, it'll be like, good job, you done it. That's <laughs> awesome. I love it. Um, and I, I'm not yeah. really trying to, like, you know, talk about just my fitness tracker, you know, and we're not being promoted by them or anything like that. But it, it, it just no. goes to show there are lots of apps and things out there that you can use, you know, and they give you a bunch of different types right. of benefits to do it. So, um. When you were cycling, did you ever use um, any apps to, to track that, or were you just estimating? Or um, It was a combo of, like, I did a lot of estimating just on my own, but I also, mm-hmm. um, Google Fit has, like, the ability to track cycling built into it. Like, it has a different, um, it's the same, basically works the same as a pedometer, but like the mm-hmm. function, like the way that they programmed it to pick up the movement is different. Right. Um, and so it does that um, on its own, but it also doesn't work very good. <laughs> um, so I, I mostly just let it do its thing because it would have like the distances like about right, but the GPS map would be a mess and like the speed, right. you know, some stuff wouldn't be quite right, but it was close enough that I'm like, this is fine. I don't need another app. I don't need more apps. <laughs> um for this uh so i'm gonna probably keep doing that because it also like lets you build in like i want to do this activity and then however often you want to do it so i think right now i have it set to biking once a week which i have not Mm -hmm. done at all but um then if it like feels that i have been biking it's like you did it it (laughs) automatically it's like you done it you reached your goal um and it like keeps a whole lot of logs about like what the activity looks like over time and stuff. So that's neat to look at. Not super useful, but cool to look at. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Th- well, for all of these things, um, how useful it is depends on you actually using it. Yeah. Um, when, like, and also when, how you use it and what you're looking for too. I right. Think. Well, like when you were talking about, you know, setting your goals, like I know within the app, like I know that several times I've started using various apps and, and that have the similar feature where you, you commit to doing whatever activity so many times a week and then it reminds you. And mm-hmm. it's, it's it, for me at least, it's frequently helpful at first, but then I just start ignoring it yeah. and then it just becomes annoying. <laughs> And then you delete the app completely. It's like, right. <laughs> yeah, or, or, yeah, or I just turn it off. So, I mean, I guess some of that just depends, too, though, on what kind of person you are and what motivates you. 
Um, like, on the other hand, um, I one of the apps that I use is um, RunKeeper. And on there, yeah. there's a feature where you it will give you an alert every time uh, that somebody you're friends with on um, RunKeeper goes for a run. So oh, nice. that actually is more motivational to me because there, there's one person on there that I'm friends with that like pretty regularly posts a run on there and every time I get the notification that he went and ran, it makes me feel guilty about <laughs> how much I've been running. That's too funny. I love that very much. That's extremely effective. I love that. They yeah. I think the last time I used RunKeeper was like four years ago, and so it basically just did your run and connected to a couple of apps at that point, I think. Um, but yeah, it is fun, though, um, especially if you do have a program like that that you've been using for several years to be able to go back and see, like, compare how you're doing now to where you were several years ago, for better or for worse. <laughs> got a couple others too that I um, either did use or Mm -hmm. um, am planning to use again at some point for whatever reason Um, I really like there's a um, like a calisthenics program called um, I think it's called Gorilla Workout I haven't heard of that one before when I used to have space in my house to (laughs) do anything um, I would use that and it I think that there is a version of it that is free and then you can pay for like more more different kinds of workouts I think is what right. it is um, but it has a bunch of like it, it just is a bunch of different calisthenics routines mm-hmm. and they have videos to show you how to do everything correctly and um, <clears throat> and it'll be like okay so you're gonna do like 12 push-ups and then you're just gonna hang out for like a minute and just hang out and recover right and you're gonna do a squat and you know it'll give you like a set to do and it'll help you mm-hmm. like kind of cycle so that you don't wear yourself out right day to day and I like that very um, much I haven't ever used that one but I've used um, there's another one that I think is similar it's called Swerkit S-W-O-R-K-I-T okay um, and then I've also used uh, Nike Training Club um, the, and one of the things that I like about both of those also is that you don't have to count, <laughs> right. you know, it's because it's on a timer. At least most of the workouts are on a timer. You just go until the timer is up. So you don't have to, I mean, it's, especially if you're doing a lot of it, sometimes it's annoying to have to sit there and count. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> did like I do, putting, was that 19 or 20? I'm putting so much effort 20? into yeah. just doing this correctly. <laughs> Please let me be. Right. Um, I feel like Gorilla might have that uh, that also. Like, I feel like there was a timer built in, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been several years. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I remember that I liked it, but also that I don't use it now. <laughs> um, let's see. And then I I feel like this has been mentioned not by name before um, on the podcast, but I'm super into um, zombies. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. We yeah. did talk about that a little bit, and but I, yeah. I, I love it so much, and I bought it before they moved to the um, the free, the freemium model, mm-hmm. freemium slash subscription model. So like I have access to the first three seasons, and I don't have to pay for them, and I can just download them immediately. Nice, and cool. it's fine. I don't have to wait a week, but it's such a good story. 
and I find it to be a lot more like, especially if I'm in a gym, it's really difficult for me to listen to just music or just podcasts because I can't mm-hmm. quite like, I can't zone out right to a podcast, but also like I'll get very bored of music if I'm working out in a gym, like kind of stationary, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I, it kind of bridges that gap nice because the story is like just interactive enough that you can play. It's more immersive. Kind of keeps you focused. Listening yeah. to something else. Um, yeah, my mom actually uses it all like every day, basically. Yeah. And she was telling me that um, they had a little bit where Margaret Atwood was like a yes. guest mm-hmm. recently. And she was telling me how good that was. It was the it was the best. I was so surprised when it happened, and I was yeah. like, I can't believe that this exists. That this episode is canon. That this really happened <laughs> in real life and in this yeah. story. Yeah. So I I like I, I think when we talked about this before, like I tried it out a little bit, and but I didn't really get hooked on it. But that yeah. made me think like maybe I should go back and. Try yeah, that's it. kind of where I'm at with it too. Is I wasn't really super sure about it, but now that I've kind of uh, heard somebody, you know. Uh, fanboy about it a little bit i'm kind of more excited to hear and see what it is yeah yeah it it does take like i like i found that the first season was pretty um like i got into it really well and then the second season i was not paying enough attention to i don't know what happened but like if you're not if you're not paying attention it makes it really difficult to continue okay makes sense right the story um there are a couple that are like they're I mean it's still like a show so there are some things that you could kind of call filler episodes but most of it's reasonably important so if you're not paying like at least a little bit of attention you'll get lost right. real fast okay. yeah, well, has been my experience to give it a sh- uh, give it an, uh, an actual shot this time I think <laughs> see what that's like um, and it might be helpful to you too because I think that they only let you download one a week unless you pay the subscription fee. Is just for like a just for like a couple weeks, just download one so that you can shotgun like four. Uh, okay, makes sense. Oh, at once. yeah, that is a good tip. Might be the best way to do it. Um, I don't know how people survive doing just one at a time. Really, don't it's know. really that good then, huh? <laughs> um, well, it's it's I'm a like serial um, like binger. Okay. Right. So I have to do something from the beginning, and it's easier for me to pay attention if I do a lot of it at oh, once. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like, if I have to do an episode or something and then wait a week to do another episode or something, I will have forgotten everything. Man, I can't say that I've, like, forgotten, like, stuff in, like, that kind of week, but, man, it it really does, like... So I just finished... I mean, I finished the Taz series, uh, The Adventure Zone, yeah. um, a little while back, kind of... You know, got to the end and for the past like two months I've been having to wait week to week to hear the new episodes and it's been um uh, yeah, well, it's, it's not even week to week it's every two weeks it's even worse yeah because it's every other week oh, yeah. it kills me it's like oh god but yeah so I imagine how that would be because uh, yeah I mean on, on the weeks that it comes out I'm like that whole week I'm just super pumped I'm like yes it's happening so I don't know. It could be a good model, but uh, to do like the week by week kind of thing. But I don't know if that would uh, keep you running every day, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I understand that, like the I think they were having some sort of issues with funding because like it got off the ground with a Kickstarter, and I think that it wasn't continuing to be profitable for them really too much long after that. So like they held on for a bunch of years, just having people buy the app, and then you would get the mm-hmm. um, seasonal updates right. for free. Because I think they're on like season six now oh, wow. or something. 
Yeah, I'm. I'm. I got. I stopped on season three, but I'm still following a lot of people in the fandom on Tumblr. So I, mm-hmm. apparently, some shit has gone. Oh, down. dang! <laughs> but, um, uh, yes, yeah, so I just don't. I just don't know how you would get through that much week to week, like backlog. So I think that they're just trying to drive more people to pay money, which is fine because it is mostly. Yeah, free. well, I mean, you know, <laughs> if it's also, good and you support it, you should. You know what I mean? So I, I guess that makes yeah. sense to me. So. But I think that's uh, that might be all the time we have for this guest spot today. So Jacob, we just wanna we wanna thank you for coming back on the podcast. It's so good to hear that you're still doing a thing. At least at one least thing. one thing. At least exactly. <laughs> no, I'm super proud of you for joining the gym because I mean I know that's intimidating for everyone. Yeah, so um, I'm I'm psyched that you're you're hitting the gym. Absolutely. Well, and uh, we'll be sure to come back at some point soon be able to come catch back up with you and see how things are going on in your neck of the woods. So, Yeah. Jacob. I, I will make sure to have done something by then. That's, that's, that's my struggle every week, I tell you. All right, Jacob. Well, we'll see you later. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, talk Thank to you later. Me. Bye. Bye. Cuckoo. Well, should we move on to the thing I did? Yeah. I got some things I did. <gasps> you did some things, Sven. Sven. You never have things you did. I know. <laughs> I'm so impressed. I haven't even heard them. I'm already impressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple of things that I did. I am moving. To a new place. Whoa! I'm moving Whoa. in with my with, with with one of my friends. Yeah, not romantic. Um, oh, okay. It's gonna be a you know gotcha. uh, obviously it'd be cheaper, a little easier to kind of afford stuff, so that'll be good. Um, you know, getting a roommate and all that good stuff. It's a much bigger yeah. place, which is better. Um, and he has a dog, and Delilah. I, I'm not really sure how how Delilah feels about dogs actually, but. <gasps> a if she's anything like me, she'll be terrified of them. Dogs but um, yeah. oh, no. and, uh, oh, I'm so excited! Yeah, for so dog. that'll be cool. Uh, make things a little easier, cheaper. I'll be able to actually probably afford a mic for this show. Um, unless any of our listeners <laughs> want to send me one, wink, wink. Uh, Stop. <laughs> well, I was gonna say too that. Um, Sometimes living with someone, even just a roommate, also mm-hmm. helps you live a little bit of a healthier lifestyle. I've yeah, found. like you can't do stuff in secret all the time, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, it be- it becomes much harder to be a couch slug and eat, you know, potato chips for dinner when you have to do that in front think of about someone that else. As, as being a oh, thing, yeah. yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, when you're on your own, you kind of have a lot of freedom. If you don't have a lot of self uh, discipline. That freedom can be um, right. a bit of a jail. That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. Um, and not to mention the roommate I'm moving in with is like super fitness. So he's actually one of the listeners of the show. He actually is a, uh, one of the one of our fans. Oh, and so um, he's a, that you knew from before. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's along. Let's be clear that our fans can't come move in. With yeah. Us. Well, <laughs> it depends. I mean, maybe they could, but. In this particular case. You know what? Not I'm not going to be like that. If you're a fan <laughs> of the show, you can move in with me. 
Um, Noted. Wow. (laughs) You may have made a horrible mistake. Just message me for the details. I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, Oh, stop it. I have an adorable dog. Just kidding. Um, uh, And then, so on top of that, yeah, he's super fitnessy. So he's like, well, we're going to go walking and stuff a lot more. And I was like, oh, yes, I guess we will. He's like, cool. I'm gonna hold you. Yep. To, I'm, 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 I'm gonna hold you to all these challenges. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's good. great. So I have to actually do what I say. Um, <laughs> yeah, you'll have yeah. a monitor uh-huh. to keep you honest. Uh, so that'll be cool. And then I think the other <laughs> thing I did, I kind of showed you guys the other day, made a message on it. I had a coworker of mine. Uh, I didn't have them do it. They did it on their own. They went to Burger King and got a veggie burger. Yeah. Uh, for yeah, for me, How I didn't it? eat it. They did, and um, I'm so bummed. So they brought me the the wreckage of it afterwards. Oh no! And I'm sorry. They made it. Bad. It was the. It was. I'll post a video on the Facebook group. But it was like the hardest. It was like it was like a rock. It was real bad. They did it wrong. Don't don't use this as your example. Yeah. I'm so sorry that they. It is. It is easy if you're not used to making them over microwave those veggie patties and turn it into something that's no longer so tough and like a hockey. It was bad. Yeah, like she she showed it to me and it was just like it was nasty. She said that she basically she ate the everything else but the the meat or the 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 quote unquote meat patty. I wouldn't eat it either. I don't blame her. Ugh, that blows. Um, so I finally did it. I finally... I didn't do it. You somebody didn't else do did it. it. You didn't do jack shit. But, but yeah. somebody was inspired <laughs> by me to do a thing. So I kind of did it. Maybe that's your punishment for not doing it yourself. It's like, you know, the the world telling you you need to do stuff on your own. <laughs> I didn't ask her to do this. Okay? <laughs> I know you didn't. You didn't do it yourself for what? What are we on? Episode oh, eight? Oh, goodness. <laughs> fine i'll do it you know Two what months. i will give bk a second chance and i will go firsthand who knows she may have gotten Tell a veggie to... patty from home or something made it crappy so let me no she didn't i'm sure that they Maybe. messed it up but i apologize on their behalf cause yeah I'm no yeah. i'm inclined to agree but i'll do it myself just so i say i can proud of you sarah so, um, I, I mentioned in our last episode that I was going to do this 5K, hey. so I did it um, with my mom and my best friend. Yeah. It was, as I mentioned, ice yes. cream themed. So, it was super fun. We, blessedly, lots of times 5Ks start super early in the morning, but luckily this one didn't start until after 8, so we didn't have to get up too early. So we went, the three of us went down and my mom's a, a fast walker. So she like pretty much immediately left us in the dust. Um, so it was, but it was really fun um, to do it with, with my friend, from my best friend from college. She'd never done a 5K before and she was really worried beforehand that we were going to be, or she was going to be the last one. And I had, I had promised her that I would not allow that to happen. And so... <laughs> Um, we, we walked, I mean, just at a steady pace. We weren't, we were just trying to finish. We weren't trying to break any records or anything. Um, but we were not the last, the last ones to finish. Um, 
And then even so, um, then obviously at the end of the race, there was ice cream. And so we were standing in line for, to get ice cream from the ice cream truck. And, um, the last person to finish with past the finish line while we were standing there and everybody clapped and cheered for her and she had a huge smile on her face. Um, so, I mean, even if you are last, it's, I mean, it's not the end of the world. Um, it's, you know, you still, you still did it and, you know, you, you still should be proud of yourself. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. And then because of the ice cream theme, there was a lot of um, people there with kids. And I always loved that, especially at a 5k to see, um, kids doing it. Like it's, they get so excited and, and have such a good time. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so yeah, it's, I always have fun too, kind of cheering them on, like, keep going we can do it hey that's super cool i love it so yeah and then i guess (laughs) i realized the other day that i never gave an update on um the kickball that i had signed up for so unfortunately Uh um it was a few weeks ago. It was supposed to start, and I hadn't heard anything. I had actually sent um, the organizers of a league of the league an um, email asking them, like, how because you could sign up as a team or as a free agent. And I had signed up as a free agent, and I had sent them an email asking them, like, how does this work? When will I find out what team I'm assigned to? You know, those kind of details. And nobody ever responded to me. So then the day that it was supposed to start, I sent them a Facebook message and they didn't respond to me right away. And so then I sent them a second message complaining and um, they said, oh, we're sorry, we'll, we'll send you an e- we're looking into it and we'll send you an email shortly. And so then uh, an hour or two later, I got an email saying <laughs> that apparently there weren't any teams that needed an mm-hmm. extra player uh, and I could wait for um, a, a week or two and see if somebody dropped out and they, some, it turned out that they needed somebody to be an extra player or I could just get my money back. And given my experience so far, I said, I would like my, my gotcha. money back. <laughs> you form your own, so, ne- or own team next time. Yeah, yeah. So well, That stinks. Uh, yeah, so that didn't work out, but it's... I guess it was also, I wasn't, the other thing was that was, it ha- that happened right the first week that I was really having trouble with my back. So I knew like, there's no way that I could kick a ball, let alone like run around bases or anything. Right. Um, so it kind of worked out for the best anyways. So, but maybe in the future there will be kickball ne- next summer. Okay. Next summer. Uh, well, I did a thing. And I did two-ish things. So the first thing I did was this weekend my my roller derby team every year has um, a fake bachelorette party in the Wisconsin Dells, which is about five or six hours away, depending on how slowly you drive and how many places you stop along the way, um, from the Minneapolis Twin Cities area. And they have the world's largest water park and a bunch of tourist trap things. And one of the things we did a couple times was we played mini golf. I don't particularly like mini golf because I get frustrated as I'm not good at it. Uh, so I went along and just watched. But I, the mini golf place we went to didn't have any like 
major hazards. They had some rocks in the way of things, but no, like, windmill or, uh, you know, stuff to get over or anything. So I would, on any ones that were the rocks, I would, you know, move my arms like a windmill. And one of them, I stood over two rocks and did squats. And then another one, I did a plank <laughs> over a couple of rocks and, like, put my hand down every now and then. And um, so I was the obstacles in, <laughs> in our mini golf game. I got quite a workout. <laughs> yeah. So we thought about making a mini golf workout because that was kind of fun. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, prancer size was a thing. Now <laughs> mini golf workout is a thing. Mini golfs are... Golfer, golfer, size. golfer size, yeah. Um, and then the other thing I did was I had a, a pole dancing showcase last week um, in which I finally was able to do my, it's called an invert. So you hold onto the pole and you flip yourself upside down and then hold onto the pole with your legs and let go with your hands. Uh, and I've never been able to do that up until this point. And I did it in front of other people what? on command. So proud of myself. Wow. I'm super impressed. <laughs> Thank you. I'm also impressed with myself. Uh, but also, that means that I can be in pole two now. Hey. So Yay. I graduated into pole two. It's going to be the most difficult thing I've ever done. And uh, it means I have to wear six inch heels while doing all of these things on the pole oh, as well. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So I bought the so do you shoes. have the shoes picked out? I do. I can show a photo of them online. Um, they are they were twenty seven dollars, where most shoes are like fifty or sixty dollars. Uh, they are neon orange, which is not Ooh. my preference, but twenty seven dollars <laughs> is my preference. And uh, they are very tall. Very, they're no joke. They are yeah. a lot. So we'll see how that goes. I love to hear it. That's super cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Those are the things so I did this week. All right. Here we go. Into the challenge into zone. The challenge me. Challenge zone. So last, last time, Sven challenged us to meditate yeah. each day. How did that go for everybody? Where are you first? Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been trying to be more meditative. I did it a lot over the 4th of July t- period of time because of all of the fireworks. Mm-hmm. I felt like I really mm-hmm. needed some calm in my life. Uh, my, my neighborhood really likes to set off fireworks at all hours of the day between midnight, sometimes at 6 a.m. God, same here. Uh, so whenever that would happen, I would just be like, Okay, I'm going to embrace my Sven, get some, hey. get some meditation <laughs> on, just do it and feel better. So I did it, just, I was, I listened to you, I just, was just be, just be, mm-hmm. and watched how, to see how my day improved. I was not so angry, that was good. At the meditating yeah. or just in general? Yeah, yep, both of those Fair things. Fair enough. So did you feel a difference in your life? I felt a lot uh, lighter, and it, it still is very difficult for me to be able to mm-hmm. not think about things or plan, but it was good. It was a good exercise, definitely, to do for my mind. Yeah, I think I think lots of times when people 
think about meditation or they hear people talking about it, they think that the goal is to just like ha not have any thoughts in their mind whatsoever and just like sit and be completely blank. And um, at least the meditation app that I use that I've mentioned a couple of times, um, they, they encourage you rather than like taking that perspective to instead um, allow, you know, if you have a thought, that's fine, but to kind of um, rather than dwell on it, you know, let that thought come into your mind and then let it go. Like mm. um, one of the meditations um, that I've done in the app, they tell you to like every time a thought comes into your mind, imagine that it's on a balloon and it's floating up into the sky um, and, you know, think, or, you know, like have the thought and then go back to your breath. So I think that's sometimes why people get discouraged is that, you know, they're, they're sitting trying to meditate and they think like, but I keep having these thoughts um, and I must not be doing it right because I'm thinking about things. Um, and that's not necessarily the goal. Um, you can just focus more on, you know, having a thought and then letting it go. <laughs> the, the way I like to view it, um, is is kind of like sweeping. And I think I mentioned this in, in the last episode, but um, you know these these thoughts are going to come in. That's it's just the way we're programmed. Especially if you tell it not to, it's going to. Especially, I mean, most of us are, uh, I think, naturally just kind of rebels, and so you tell us to do something, we're going to want to do the opposite. Same thing goes for yeah. thoughts and whatnot. And so the idea is is that these thoughts will come in, and then you just sweep them out, but you don't try and block them you just let them flow through let them go I right sarah how did it go yeah. for you pretty good i i was doing it in bed at night before i went to sleep so it, <laughs> it usually ended in me going to sleep but it, it was it was helpful um it definitely helped me get to sleep so okay. well, that's awesome yeah i uh i meditate i um Pulled out my big black pillow, put it in the middle of the clean living room floor, sat down. I can't do the full nice. lotus, too fat for that, not flexible enough, um, even if I was skinny, I think. But anyways, um, I sat down on the black pillow, and I did the chakra thingy where you like, you know, you put your, your, your hands like this around your stomach, like in front of your belly button. And then I just breathed for a little while. I set a timer on my phone for 10 minutes, and I just sat there, and I breathed, and it was good. Good. It's very relaxing. Yeah. I'm relaxed just thinking about it. <laughs> so. Well, I'm glad that, that Birdie yeah. gave it a shot and found that it wasn't quite as terrible as she imagined that it was going to be. It, it was more... Okay, so I find things like that just bore. I'm gonna sound like a jerk, boring. boring and a waste of time. But it's not. It's not either of those things. It just is the right. way my, my body is wired that I'm always needing to do something or keep my mind occupied with something. So it's it's mm -hmm. a great challenge for me to try to push past that. Absolutely, yeah. I'm the same way. Like anything metaphysical, generally I get turned off by. But meditation is one of those things that I actually do like to stick to. Yeah. So, the challenge for this week, who is it going to be? Sarah. It's it's my challenge, and this is the challenge that Hold I on. have come up with. Before you everyone. say it, can I guess it? 
Whoa. Uh, you can try. Guess. It's not going to happen. No. I'm intrigued to hear what the guess Just is. Just based on your past challenges, it's going to be something physical. <laughs> and don't tell me. It's going to be run. Is that it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just run. Well, Just run. <laughs> <laughs> no, my challenge is um, in the next week, I challenge everybody to come up with a goal for themselves that they want to try to accomplish over the next 30 days and to come up with a plan for how they're going to achieve that goal. So, I mean, like, obviously, it's everybody will have a different goal, whatever, whatever it is that you're interested in trying to do. Um, but so if, if your goal is something simple, like I'm going to track my meals every day, um, then I want you to, or to, um, you know, make kind of a detailed plan about how you're going to do that. Like, okay, every day after dinner at this time, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do it. And this is the the tracker or the method that I'm going to use. Um, and you know, this mm. is, these are all the details that I'm going to do use to do that. Um, or if, you know, if it is something physical, like, you know, I want to, um, be able to do a plank for a certain amount of time. Um, on Pinterest, you can definitely find, um, a bunch of different plans that other people have made, um, that will take you from, you know, doing five seconds of plank up to, you know, three minutes or five minutes or whatever, whatever the goal is, or, you know, along the same lines, if, if you chose running and you decided you wanted to, um, run, get, get up to running a 5k, then there's a lot of couch to 5k plans mm -hmm. out there that you can follow. So this week is just about figuring out what it is that you want your goal to be and how you're going to accomplish it. So it should be something that uh, we can accomplish in 30 days. Is that correct? Well, I, I, I think it's okay if it's like a longer term goal. Um, but the plan should be for 30 days. Should, right. Yeah. A, a longer. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you if you decided that your goal was to run a marathon, like obviously yeah. you're not going to accomplish that in the next 30 days unless you've already been working on it. But you, you, you know, at least get the plan, uh, figure out your running plan and, you know, focus on what you're going to be doing for the next All right. 30 days. I have uh, two thoughts in this challenge. The first one was I, I thought you were going to say everyone needs to take the next week to think of good challenges. <laughs> um, well, I guess that is sort of what I'm saying. And then my second thought is uh, you're, you're giving us homework. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, as a reminder to folks that a goal should be a SMART goal, so specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. And with Sarah's challenge, it sounds like with objectives or a plan. Uh, so breaking down that, and, and I've talked about before, but you know, reverse engineering that goal into what steps it takes to get to it, and then making sure that you're able to do those steps as well. Cool. I'm in it. Cool. cool. I'm in it. Challenge accepted. <laughs> exactly. Right Challenge accepted indeed. 
Well, before we wrap it up for this week, you guys, something super excited exciting happened. We got our first email from a listener. Yay! Somebody yeah. listens to our show. Uh, her name is Jess. I'm so excited. I was so excited to read it. I'm just so pumped yes. for her and for us. She totally, <laughs> she totally made our day. Thank you, Jess. It was um, uh, it was super sweet. It was a very uh, well thought out letter, and uh, I guess really what we're trying to say here is um, I keep sending them in, Jess, and everybody else. And uh, I thought maybe we'd read just a real quick excerpt from what Jess has been working on. Yeah, uh, she said. I did do a thing last week that was huge for me, and that was quitting smoking cigarettes. <sighs> Yay! So huge. It is so really I'm pretty, huge. So I'm pretty excited about that. I get short of breath easily when exercising, but I can at least look forward to improvement long term. My small goal for right now, slash this week, is to put in 30 minutes of some kind of exercise at least five days a week. Uh, that could be a specific workout video, yoga, dancing, walking. Just something. Love it. And awesome. Yeah, those are some super awesome goals. And congratulations, Jess, on doing your thing. Um, I think we're all pro not smoking cigarettes around here. Yeah. And it's super tough to quit. Yeah. yeah so good job and keep it up. Yay. Yeah, absolutely. Super cool. Hey, you can find us at IDidAThingPod.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook at I Did a Thing Podcast. We're on Twitter at I Did a Thing Pod, and uh, Instagram at I Did a Thing Pod. And if you want to be cool like Jess and send us an email with questions, comments, just want to say hey, please email us at I Did a Thing Pod at gmail dot com. Uh, hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. I did a thing. If you enjoy the show, please rate and review us and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher out there in the world. Uh, we've been. And hold on. Before we've been, I've been getting a lot of people asking. Um, we release our episodes every Wednesday. Yes. Just so everyone knows, in case you couldn't tell by the dates that we release them, but we release them every Wednesday. So look forward to it. Yeah. And uh, usually when when they go up, we... We post something to Facebook, and now I'm trying to get it on Instagram and Twitter, too, letting everybody know that uh, the podcast is available. So uh, if you just cannot wait, <laughs> you want to get it the second it's available, check it. Well, check out those places on Wednesday. And subscribe. Yeah. 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 You'll be the first to know. Wednesdays on Wednesdays. your podcatchers. All right. Well, we've been Sarah Benson. I'm Birdie. And I'm Sven Sears. Go do a thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah, go go do do a thing. Go do the thing. Just a thing. Friend. Who's friend? Sorry, it's my dog. <laughs>